Have you already thought about creating a reading list for the best season of all? Fall is here and I think it's the perfect time to snuggle up in some blankets and to read good books. This is why today we're going to talk about books. I'm going to give you some insights into my 2019 reading list and I'm going to share with you what I learned from reading all these books. Let's open up a new chapter of the Girl Huddle podcast and start the huddle right now. Hello and welcome and welcome back to the Girl Huddle podcast, the podcast that helps you to win your personal game of life. Here we talk about things that inspire us, that help us to learn a little bit more about ourselves and to finally grow and become the best versions of ourselves. My name is Mo, I'm the host of the Girl Huddle podcast and I'm really happy to provide you tools, techniques and tricks to reach your personal best and to win at life. I don't know about you, but personally I think reading is one of the best hobbies to have. I really enjoy reading and this is for multiple reasons. Reading is a very good way to relax and of course to learn something new. And if you have paid close attention to previous episodes this month or if you're subscribed to the girl huddle on instagram and twitter you already know that we are going to discuss all things learning this month and books are a great resource to learn something new but besides of that books are also great tools in order to nurture your creativity to nurture your inspiration and to nurture your curiosity Another thing that I noticed while reading lots of books this year is that you can always learn something about life in books. And this is not only limited to the books that you can find in the self-help or self-development section of the bookstore. I really think that you can learn something about life in almost every single book. To give you a little bit of background, when it comes to my personal reading routine, I really like to read two books at the same time. Normally, I choose a fiction and a nonfiction book. So a book that is totally made up, where the story is based on creativity and the fantasy of the author. And on the other side, a very educational book, um, a book that is based on personal experience, for instance, and that gives you insights into one person's perspective or opinion. By reading two books at the same time, I do not only get to read a lot of books over a year, but I can also make reading a little bit more interesting. So whenever I don't want to read the fiction book, I read the nonfiction book and vice versa. And today I want to take the opportunity and talk with you about the five books that I enjoyed reading the most, that inspired me the most, and from which I think we can learn a lot about life. Because all of the books that I have with me today, they include sometimes a hidden, sometimes an obvious message that is absolutely worth sharing. In case you plan to read these books... After listening to this episode, I just want to warn you, it could be that there are some spoilers included, but I promise you I try not to reveal too much of the books. So let's start with our first book. One of the books that impressed me the most this year is called 
Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. And the book is from Gail Honeyman. This book is about a woman in her late 20s and her name is Eleanor. And Eleanor is living a very sad life. She's trapped in a okay job with colleagues that she doesn't like. And she lives on her own. She has no friends in the beginning of the book. And obviously a very bad and complicated relationship with her mom. So Eleanor is suffering from social anxiety and doesn't know really how to behave in a social environment. And in order to cope with the stress and the feelings that she's feeling from time to time, she made a habit out of drinking in order to mute the feelings that she feels. However, after falling in love for the first time in her life and after an accident that changed her life in a positive way, Eleanor is going through some changes. And observing these changes as a reader is very impressive and very inspiring to see. A young woman that has not invested any time or any money in herself and in her well-being is now turning into a person who focuses more on herself and to make new experiences. One quote from the book that I really like was, Life should be about trying new things. And this is what Eleanor does. The lesson that I take away from this book is that life is what you make it. Even though you have a bad starting point and you're not in an ideal situation, you always have the power to turn things around, to take a little bit more care of yourself and to enjoy life, to really make it your intention to enjoy life a little bit more. This is a very good book. And Eleanor shows you how you can turn your life around with just tiny changes in her life and just tiny steps forward. I really recommend this book to you. Very, very inspiring. Book number two that I have for you is a nonfiction book and it's by Napoleon Hill. The book is very, very famous. And in case you like to read some self-development books, some self-help books, I'm pretty sure that this book has already crossed your path. The book is called Think and Grow Rich. The title sounds like a scam that you could find online, but if you start reading this book, you notice quickly that this is not about making money fast or making millions of dollars with a particular scheme. Personally, I think this book is more about developing and having the right mindset in order to achieve your goals. Of course, if you have monetary goals, you can apply his concepts on your goal. But overall, I think all the 13 principles that he describes in the book that help you to grow rich can also help you in other areas of your life. And the book gives a lot of examples that are not related to money and shows how people who applied the principles that he is talking about could reach their personal goals, whether these goals were related to health or to opportunities or relationships the book shows you that you can apply the principles to any kind of goal and the learning that I took from this book is that an idea is a very very powerful tool in order to achieve your goals in the book it says all achievement all earned riches have their beginning in an idea and I think we can define riches a little bit broader. So riches can be anything that has value to you, your family, your job, your health, whatever it is for you. 
And if you really think about it, you'll notice how powerful an idea can be. Just think about all the things that you've already done in your life. Maybe you've gone to a very exciting trip, or you've joined a sports team, or you decided to learn a language or an instrument. At the beginning of all these decisions was an idea. The idea of why not trying this? Why not going there? Why not experiencing this? The person you are today and how you live your life is really based on multiple ideas that you had in your life. And to me, this is very, very impressive to see what kind of power ideas can have. This episode, for example, is based on an idea that I had a couple of weeks ago. Why not talking about books? And even this entire podcast is based on an idea, based on a conversation that I had with my girlfriends. And this conversation was basically the idea for the Girl Huddle podcast. So you see, ideas are everywhere. But in order to make an idea visible, I really think that it needs one particular thing that you need to apply as soon as you have the idea. And this is execution. Think of all the people that you follow on social media or that you see on the news. They all had ideas at a certain point of time. But imagine how our world would look like if these people would have never taken action. If they just had the idea. Nothing would have changed. If I hadn't decided to pick up the mic, you would not have the opportunity to listen to this episode now. If Michael Jordan, for example, imagine if he had never ever picked up a basketball and trained for multiple hours per week. Nobody would know him today. And you can really take any name in order to create this scenario. Imagine that your favorite actor, your favorite band, your favorite athlete would have never taken action in order to bring their ideas to life. Of course, you can say, okay, then somebody else would have taken the lead and would have done what they've done. But I think obviously our world as we know it today would look totally different. So my conclusion is that ideas are very powerful tools. However, you need to be able to overcome obstacles and to execute on them as soon as possible. Because otherwise you start thinking about the idea, imposter syndrome kicks in, you ask yourself, is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? Should I counsel some people and ask them how this idea sounds to them? You know, you start worrying and I'm pretty sure you start worrying too much. So in order to achieve your personal goals and to achieve your personal riches, execute on your ideas and take action immediately. And this actually leads to the third book that I want to discuss with you. Whenever we have ideas and we start something new, it is inevitably the case that sometimes we do fail. And the learning that I took from book number three is that failure is part of the process. And the book that I'm talking about is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. As the title of the book is already indicating, this is a book that is focused on educating people about rich and poor behaviors. So how you can create more awareness regarding how money works and how it can work for you. 
And even though you might not be interested in finance or numbers or accounting or whatever, I highly recommend this book because it's really, really easy to get through the book. It's written as if it would be a normal discussion, a normal conversation with a mentor of yours. So it's very digestible. You don't need any prior knowledge in finance or accounting or whatever. He really explains it on a basic level so that everybody can understand it and you don't need to be a numbers person at all to enjoy the book. In society, it is still a case that failing has always a negative touch. If you fail, you are a loser, you did not achieve the goals, you didn't provide value. So it is always about not being good enough. However, Robert Kiyosaki turns this stigma a little bit around and says, well, if you want to become better, and he relates it, of course, to financial literacy, as he calls it. But again, I think you can apply it to anything in your life. If you want to become better, you need to fail because it's part of the process. If there is no failing, there is no learning. Of course, it shouldn't become a habit. So here we are again. I failed again. Whatever. It's part of the process. That's not the right attitude. What he suggests is the key to become better at something is to use this failure in an intelligent way, which means that you take this failure in order to make tiny corrections over and over and over again. So if you notice that something is not working, try to find a different way, find a way to fix it, try to find a way to make it different so that at the end it does work. So if you want to dig a little bit deeper and learn more about how failing can actually help you to become better at something and learn something about personal finance at the same time, I highly recommend Rich Dad Poor Dad to you. Book number four is a book that I'm pretty sure most of the people on earth have already read. This book is really a modern classic and is related to so many good feelings and childhood memories and movie nights. And I don't know why, but I really think that this entire series of books is a must on everybody's fall reading list. The book or the books that I'm talking about are from the Harry Potter series. I think no matter which Harry Potter book you take, there are so many great lessons in these books and they teach you so much about life. But one thing that I want to pick and talk about today is friendship. At the core of every Harry Potter book is this focus on friendship and how powerful true friendship is. The books explain over and over again how important it is to have real friends by your side in order to overcome the biggest and most dangerous obstacles in your life. And friendship is not defined as surrounding yourself with people that are exactly like you. It is more about finding people who are true to themselves and to have particular strengths and of course also weaknesses. But friendship is also about accepting these weaknesses and also differences. And if we translate this message to our own life, it helps us to overcome prejudices and being open to people and to accept them for who they are and actually appreciate the differences. 
and also appreciate the strength of each and every one. Besides, I think one thing that we can learn from these books too is that it always makes more fun actually to achieve something together instead of fighting your own fight against the dark arts or any creatures in your life. Um, but this is really a good message and you can find it in each and every Harry Potter book. So in case you want to reread or just read for the very first time a Harry Potter book, you can really take any book and put it on your fall reading list. And as I said, there are so many great lessons in these books. I'm pretty sure you will find your own life lesson in these books too. The last and final book that I have for you is, again, a nonfiction book. The book is called You Are a Badass. And this book is written by Jen Sincero. When I said that Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine was my favorite fiction book of the year, I really have to say that this is definitely my favorite when it comes to nonfiction books. This entire book is inspiration on paper, I would say, honestly. It only took me two days to read this book because I could not put it away. And whenever I read nonfiction books, I used to put little post-its on the pages in order to find good sentences, to find good ideas later on when I flip through the book again. And honestly, I ran out of post-its for this book. It's such a good book. I cannot even summarize all the ideas and all the concepts that she has mentioned in this book because there are so many great ideas and literally on each and every page. But one learning that I took from the book that I want to share with you is that you should give yourself the gift of a joyous life while you're still among the living. That is a quote from the book. And the reason why I think this is a very powerful reminder and a very good quote of the book is because nowadays I have the feeling that a lot of us are just going through the motions. You know, we have our routines, we wake up, we go to work, we come home, we do something and then we go to sleep and repeat. And very often we forget to take really care of ourselves and to actively create a life full of fun and a life full of joy. And this is why I talked in previous episodes already about the so-called fun day, where you take an entire day or just an hour or as much time as you have and you do something fun. And you define what fun means to you. You do whatever you want to do. If you want to watch Spongebob, watch Spongebob. If you want to Create balloon animals, create balloon animals, you know. If you want to read a book, read a book. So it's really up to you. And I really like that she put this thought also into her book and reminds people of the fact that in order to feel happy and to live a life that you enjoy, it's so important to take these tiny off days, these tiny holidays in order to create and incorporate joy into your life. Another thing that I learned from the book that is related to this idea of integrating fun into your life is that comparisons are the worst enemy if you want to create a happy life. She says comparisons are actually the fastest way to take all the fun out of your life. 
And to me, this makes absolutely sense because if you compare yourself constantly with other people, what they have, how they live, how they look, you will always give yourself the impression that you are not good enough, that you're not smart enough, not pretty enough. And to be honest, that is very frustrating and not fun at all. So in case you're looking for a book that is literally motivation on each and every page and that inspires you, that helps you to reflect on your own life, but I promise you this book will also make you laugh out loud. If you're looking for a book like this, this is my recommendation for you. You are a badass from Chen Sincero. And this is also a book that you can reread over and over and over again. One note of caution here, really get yourself a lot of post-its. You'll need them. So everybody, these were my five book recommendations for your personal fall reading list. I noticed when I read all these books that there are so many, sometimes obvious, sometimes hidden messages included from which we can learn so much about our personal life. You can use these book recommendations as a starting point to read more books or as an inspiration to put some books on your fall reading list. But even in case you decide to go for a different book this fall, I really hope that this episode created a little bit of awareness that sometimes you can find some messages within a book that are not obviously talked about and not obviously highlighted in the book. But oftentimes these are messages that really can teach you something about life and that can help you to learn something about yourself. In case you have some very good book recommendations for me or for The Huddle, please share it in the comment section of Apple Podcasts or you can join The Huddle on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for The Girl Huddle. It's one word. And then you can share your book recommendations with all of us. In case you are interested in reading one of the books that I mentioned today, you will find the title and the author in the show notes of this episode. I end every episode with a quote. And today's quote comes from the philosopher Confucius. And he said, you cannot open a book without learning something. And this is the perfect summary of today's episode. I totally agree with this quote because I made the same experience and I shared it today with you. No matter if you pick up a fiction or a nonfiction book, there is always something that you can learn. With that being said, I really hope that you enjoyed the next book that you're about to open. And with that being said, I wish you happy reading, happy fall time and see you in next week's huddle. Bye.